Listener. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Broadsheet's Features Editor, and I host this short guide to Sydney. Today, we're taking a road trip with Broadsheet contributor Pillar Mitchell, who recently visited a new farm-to-table diner in the Blue Mountains. She can't get over how crisp and flavourful the veggies were at Megalong Restaurant, and she thoroughly recommends a drive to experience it for yourself. Before that, we're chatting with Broadsheet's Grace McKenzie about a new all-day eatery in Bondi. It's called Machiavelli, and Grace reckons the burrata dish is one you shouldn't overlook. In our roundup of the best openings so far this year, Broadsheet Sydney food and drink editor Grace McKenzie spoke about a neighbourhood bar in Bondi called Machiavelli. She said she was stoked to see this buzzy new eatery make it onto our list. So we've invited her back in for a more in-depth chat to find out who's behind the day-to-night eatery and what we should eat and drink when we're there. Hi, Grace. Hi, Emma. This newbie on Glenair Avenue is from two mates, Jacob Hill and Phil Cook. Where have they worked before and what's their vision for Machiavelli? Phil is ex-Milpa Collective, so he was across a few of their venues. And Jacob has just been floating about the Sydney hospitality scene. He was managing a busy cafe down closer to the beach. And then I think both of them have just always dreamt of opening their own spot and were just really taken with the morning vibe in Sydney and so couldn't decide on morning or night, so they did both. So Machiavelli, I know it's open in the morning for coffee. But you've said the nighttime is where it's at. What's the main draw card for you? I think just the atmosphere. I know that there are so many small bars around, but it really just is so welcoming and fun. You can hear people shaking cocktails and the kitchen is there and open to the side as well. So you can see all of the plates getting made. My favourite spot is up at the bar. So you kind of have like a bird's eye view of all of it. They've got lots of share plates and they're so beautiful. They really kind of stand out. Did you have a favourite? The burrata, broad beans and mint and then olive oil. And it's just so beautiful. It's like springtime. It was just a true standout. Yeah, I thought I was done with burrata. I had a look at the menu when I popped in and I was encouraged to order it, but I really would have gone for the ricotta and roasted grapes. I think next time I head in, that's exactly what I'm getting. That sounds delicious. Let's talk about the drinks there. I know they've got a Machiavelli espresso, which kind of sounds fun, but they've also got one named after a street in Manchester. What's the story? That's the Willardine. It's a watermelony, citrusy drink that is named after the street that Jacob grew up on. So there's kind of ties like that throughout the entire menu and the drinks list. Like some of the drinks are inspired by travels to certain parts of Greece and it's all just nicely tied together to their experiences together. Yeah, the drinks also look beautiful. There's a lot of effort that's been put in to kind of make sure that everything is picture perfect. I can't remember which one I got, but they garnished it with a tiny sprig of baby's breath that was like cut from a vase right in front of me. I just thought it was so lovely. This place also kind of looks like a shop front from the outside. It has this like gorgeous deep olive green front. What's it look like inside? It's all whitewashed walls, dim lighting at nighttime. And I've popped in for a coffee in the morning and it's like, it's it's a completely different feel. It's like bright and airy, greenery, open shelving. So you can see produce and loaves of bread that are all stacked up ready for the people. The light sconces on the walls and also the cups that they use for espressos and lattes and everything in the morning are all made by porch ceramics, which are up in Tamarama. So I just think it's really nice that there's local touches throughout. 
So in the morning, we know they've got Will & Co Coffee, a kind of local producer. Do they have anything else in the morning that would make you go back? Yeah, there's Tuga Pastries from Clavelli just up the road. And then there's also slabs of Brickfields Focaccia that come topped with cheese and antipasto. You've also said it's kind of a great place to work from. Why is that? I know when I popped in, Jacob mentioned, he was like, oh, I've put in all of these extra plugs for people so that they can work from home easily. And I was like, you really have thought about what this space is and who you want here. He was like, we're just really keen for people to park up for the day and like make it a nice community space. Well, you can find Machiavelli at Shop 2, 179 Glenair Avenue in Bondi. Thanks for coming in and telling us about it. There's a new farm-to-table restaurant in the Blue Mountains serving a degustation with almost everything grown in the garden or reared on the farm right outside the window. It's a diner worth travelling for and the team behind it spent the pandemic years regenerating the site and building the restaurant. Broadsheet contributor Pilla Mitchell visited Megalong Restaurant recently just outside of Blackheath. You're here to tell us why it's worth the trip this winter. Hi, Pilla. Hi, how are you? Really good. This one... Just it looks so beautiful. Can you tell me about the location, Lot 101? Yeah, so it's in the Megalong Valley. um, And to get there, you drive down from Blackheath and it's a winding road. It's narrow, hairpin turns. um, It's a bit harrowing sometimes. But then once you get into the valley, it's just beautiful farmland. It's the kind of place that um, you look on domain for property. Like it inspires you to want to live there. And of course, there's nothing. Lot 101 has like hens and sheep and cattle and they've got so many fruit and vegetables as well. So what did you eat while you were there? The meal started really simply. It was it was just a, a bowl of ice with um, with leeks and radishes and a couple of other vegetables from the farm and nothing was really done to them. But they were more leek than than anything I've ever tasted actually. And I think that what you get at the grocery store is just a shadow of what what it could be. I like the idea that they just get out of the way of the ingredients there, making sure it travels the least distance possible. But not everything can come from the farm. So where else are they getting produce from? Really close by, actually. Um, They get some apples up at the top of the valley from Logan Bray Orchards. There's neighboring farms where they get some stone fruit, honey and olive oil while they have the capacity for producing those things. They're not quite up to production yet. So they still, they get them from their neighbors as well. But everything kind of comes from very close by. So you're not going to find fish on the menu because they can't, they can't fish in enough quantity to supply a restaurant. What about the wine list? I know you said it was kind of mostly organic and biodynamic. Colin Barker, the chef at Megalong, was the chef at the boathouse um, in Glebe. And they brought some of the cellar over. So there were some really special bottles. But yes, it's mostly organic, biodynamic. When would you say is the best time to visit? Well, with these kinds of restaurants, it's a it's a destination spot. And often you think of going for dinner. But I think to appreciate the view and you can tour the farm, I think it's best to go in the day and have a bit of a long lunch, you know, settle in. There are French doors every few meters in the room. And so no matter where you sit, you have this lovely view and you see sheep moving in and out of the tree line, ducks landing in a in a pond. It's just a gorgeous spot to just sit and watch. Sounds so picturesque. You can find Megalong Restaurant at Peachtree Road in Megalong Valley. Thanks, Villa. Thank you. And that-
that's all we have time for today. As always, you can keep up to date with what's happening around Sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore Sid on Instagram. A listener production.